Introducing, hosting from the Portuguese section of Massachusetts. Representing those that choose the Sioux. Representing for all his boys mocked because they can't see colors. The man, the king, the motherfucking god of this pod, Matt Suda. Hosting from the Tain of America, representing that fuck, Mary Kill game, representing for all the dudes in the group chat, Central Time, representing the motherfucking late club, it's Gen DK. Yeah, Maddie and North South Connection listeners, we're back for episode number three. How are you, Matt Souza? I'm good. Uh, we got a lot uh, to talk about. Uh, 17,000 shows have happened in GCW in the past uh, month or so. <laughs> Is that so, how many we watched? Uh, somewhere around there, yeah. Somewhere between two and 17,000, something like that. I think that's where I landed, yes. Yeah, yep. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in to episode number three. Uh, of course, we're right here on the North-South Connection. If you're watching us, you can see my nifty GCW hat that I'm mm-hmm. still deciding on whether I'm going to finish this recording <laughs> wearing. Um, because it's a limited edition hat. I don't, I'm not a hat person. Mm-hmm. I um, typically don't wear hats, but I, I was wearing my... Um, Nifty little skull shirt, so I wanted to rep GCW in some mm-hmm. way. So this is what I did. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we're on YouTube. You can watch us there. And while you're there, you might as well follow us, subscribe us, subscribe to us so you can catch everything uh, that North-South Connection has. And uh, we can get right in to a whole month's worth of GCW. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, do you want to take us through some of the results from the seventeen thousand shows of wrestling? So we're we're going to start uh, before the collective. We're going to go all the way back to March seventeenth because we have not yet uh, talked about that show, uh, which was a big one. Uh, GCW Eye for an Eye coming from Melrose Ballroom in New York City. Uh, we had a six-way scramble that Cole Radrick won when he defeated Alec Price, Jimmy Lloyd, Starboy, Charlie, Steve Scott, and Yoya. Uh, Blake Christian defeated Jack Cartwheel. Tony Deppen beat Willie Mack. Matt Cardona defeated Homicide. Uh, Rena Yamashita and Sawyer Wreck defeated Los Macisos. There was a four-way tag match as Bussy defeated the main event, the Second Gear Crew, and Wasted Youth. Gringo Loco defeated Bandito. Uh, Joey Janela successfully defended the Extreme title against Grim Reefer. Time Splitters of uh, Alex Shelley and Kushida defeated Jordan Oliver and Speedball Mike Bailey. And in the main event, uh, we have a new world champion, Jenny, as Masha Slamovich uh, choked out Nick Gage in 20 minutes to win the GCW world title. Did you watch that match? I did. It was very good. It was yeah. The thing with New York shows is that from what I've noticed, just the few that I have seen really since we've started talking about GCW, it's like a very toned down version of GCW. Hmm. Like they don't really do the light tubes or you still get like some of the violence and whatnot, but like New York City doesn't allow like light tubes or anything like that. There's even they still have fucking ring mats on the floor for Christ's sake. So so it, it, it's it's a very toned down show for GCW. But I think as far as when I started watching, this is probably my favorite uh, show that they've run in New York City that I've seen so far. Oh. And what do you think of the new champ? Yeah, I think I mentioned last time that I thought there was a chance that she could be the one to beat Gage, but I mean, I was still surprised it would happen. Like, especially this close to being that close to spring break. I just thought at this point, you know, like there was a slim chance it would happen, but I thought, you know, the vast majority of it, I thought Nick Gage was going to go into spring break as champ. So I was, I, I part of me expected it, a very small part, but it, you know, it was still kind of shocking to see, especially with how she won. She fucking choked him out in the middle of the ring. So. I it's hmm, I have very strong Nick Gage feelings, as you know, um, and I loved him as champ. But I will say that 
choking him out is a very decisive win. Mm-hmm. And I I was just happy to see a woman win right. the championship. I mean, that's sort of oh, was I <laughs> muted? Yeah, I think you muted Fantastic. yourself. Okay, great. So <laughs> um I was happy that the woman that a woman won. I mm-hmm. mean, it's I feel like that's a huge statement. Um, going into a bunch of shows on a huge stage in LA. Yeah, for sure. I think it makes sense to do it. You know, Gage, like you said, Gage was great at the time. I mean, they needed somebody to beat Moxley, so it makes sense that it was Gage. But I think, it, I mean, Gage is older too. You got to factor that in. Like he's in his mid forties, I think. So he probably wasn't going to have the title for like two years. And Mosh is on the rise, like, and she's great. So especially someone like her, she's a fucking destroyer. She ch- just chokes people out. So, I mean, it makes sense to do it there. Like I, if not her, I kind of don't know who else it would be at this point, you know? I mean, I unless they were going to do a Blake Christian, but I feel like they're still a ways away from that. So like if they wanted to make the change then and now to me, it makes sense to do it with Masha who can win the title at any chance just by making you tap out. Agreed about Blake Christian needs more time. And it's so funny because <laughs> Last year in Dallas for WrestleMania, I saw I saw her wrestle a man in a bear suit and, <laughs> uh, in the the little hotel conference, mm-hmm. you know, where they were doing the WrestleCon stuff. And for whatever reason, we were very upset because we thought they were she was going to be wrestling a live bear. Oh, and she sadly was not. She probably could have choked out a live bear. I mean, I saw her. I mean. It, it just blows me away. Like that was a year ago, and mm-hmm. now she's winning the fucking <laughs> GCW right. championship. It's awesome. Right. I love that for her. All right, huge, huge show there. And then, what about the next show? So the next show was uh, two nights later on March nineteenth from Toronto. We have GCW Worst Behavior. As uh, the aforementioned Blake Christian won a scramble as he beat Manders, Alec Price, Big Vin, who uh, Jenny is the son of Nine One One from ECW. That's right. <laughs> uh, Michael Richard Blair. I'm assuming he's French. <laughs> and uh, Starboy Charlie. Uh, we had the East West Express defeating Wasted Youth. Uh, Joey Janela defeated Benjamin Tull. Matt Cardona defeated Sexy Eddie. Mance Warner beat Cole Redrick. Uh, Casanova Productions and McCray Martin defeated Yokai and Tony Deppin. Rina Yamashita defeated Lufisto. Gringo Loco beat Jack Cartwheel. A three-way six-man was uh, Bussy and Sawyer Rec defeated Los Macisos and Jimmy Lloyd. And Green Phantom Le Tabernacle Team of uh, Matthews, Saint-Jacques, and Thomas Dubois. And uh, in the in the main event, uh, Masha Slamovich successfully defended her world title against Speedball, Mike Bailey. So, uh, let's talk that Sexy Eddie match. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that would be your favorite of that. The, uh, the floor is yours. He's your boy. <laughs> As we learned. <laughs> he became my boy after that match. <laughs> Everybody hated on that shit. Like, uh, you know, across Twitter, it was like, mm-hmm. what What are they doing? Because, you know, they were freaking out about children being there. But it was, what, 18 plus show yeah, only. So. Yeah. so there were no children in there. And this man wrestled after his, his tights were torn off. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got to see his butt cheeks. But you didn't see much else. Now, there was not anything right that i felt went too far like butt cheeks or whatever mm-hmm. and even whatever is whatever but <laughs> for me but you know it's a short match it, it, and then it was wrestled really well mm-hmm. after you know he was holding on to his junk for the whole for the whole rest of the match and People freaked out, but from what I saw, this man has been doing yeah. this as matches for years. I mean, it was first of all, it was funny, and I take it was com- hilarious. I'll I'll take comedy over anything. Like, me too. I mean, Jesus, like, give me a break. He had his hand covering his penis. It's fine. For it's fine. It's, it's Canada fine. anyway. Who cares? It's fine. Nobody cares. Like, so he showed his ass. Nobody cares. <laughs> like, or what? But we there was just care. all this outrage about you know what the fuck is gcw doing this is trash wrestling i i I just didn't think that was the case at all and i I thought matt was great did you watch the wwf from like 1998 to 
2004 exactly it's the same fucking thing yeah i mean how many bra and panties matches did right. you know get put on and whatever the same thing miss me with that fucking shit but did mm-hmm. you have anything else that sticks out from worst behavior uh, the main event I thought was fantastic where they're beating the hell out of each other in the broken ring. And I thought that finish was sick where Masha pulls up speedball from underneath the broken ring and just holds him by the neck and chokes his ass out. I thought that was a great finish and puts her over strong in her first title defense to beat a guy like speedball who was on a fucking roll prior to that. So I was stunned. Like I didn't know they were going to go that hard on that mm-hmm. match. I don't know why, but they, between the ring breaking and then her just absolutely just holding him by the neck, choking him out while his yep. feet are flailing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a statement. And I think a really strong one that she wanted to make uh, right. in her first title defense. And I think that's I think that's kind of what they were going for. Like put her in there with someone like Speedball who can have a great match with anybody and have her choke his ass out just like he did to Gage. Uh, she did to Gage two nights before. So, yeah, it was a smart move on their part. I love that for her. And let's see what else did I have that I got to see the uh, I actually saw this show, the Lufisto match. I I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, there was uh, a a real um, respect angle. I felt that came yep. through in that. And then of course East West Express is great yep. as always. Yeah. That match was really great too. That was they went like twenty five minutes and it was just it was fantastic. And they're so young, all four of them. Like I think mm-hmm. uh, obviously Nick Wayne, well documented, he's seventeen. I think Marcus Mathers is like nineteen or twenty. So like they're all either like in their late teens or early twenties. And that match was that good. It's crazy how good they are already. <laughs> it makes you wonder about them with right. the the amount of talent that they have and their age. You know. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder. It makes me worry, honestly, that they might get hurt. But, <laughs> um, but you know, it's exciting, especially mm-hmm. for them. Yep, for sure. And then March thirtieth, we had California Love. Yes, uh, th- this begins uh, the. 85 shows uh, that were during <laughs> WrestleMania weekend. So this was on the Thursday and I th- I want to say this show aired at like 2 p.m. on Thursday. So I did not get a chance uh, to watch California Love, but we have uh Kid Bandit defeating Eli Everfly. Uh we had a SBW Inner City Title Number 1 Contendership Scramble. My god, that was a lot. Uh, Roy Rojas defeated uh Alec Thomas Dick Haas. Uh, El Primo, Hino, Koto Hero, and Richie Coy. Uh, Tyler Bateman defeated Raunchy Rico. I, I bet. I wonder if he ever has a match Ooh. with Sexy Eddie. Uh, Tom Kubrick <laughs> and Lucas Riley uh, beat the Bomb Squad of Cameron Gates and DKC. Uh, Bad Dude Tito defeated Matt Vandegriff. Uh, the Inner City title, Delilah Doom defeated Heather Monroe and Johnny Robbie. And in the main event, it was Shea Cabrera defeating Willie Mack to retain the SBW title. So, I mean, from what I saw on Twitter, it sounded like this was a pretty good show. So I'll have to go back and watch it. But I I have not seen it because it was at 2 p.m. on a Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) Same for me. I haven't watched that one. But um, there are some, some, uh, like you, I saw some good things on Twitter Mm -hmm. on, on some of these. So I think it's definitely one to to go back and try again <laughs> if you missed in, in this whole thing. But starting with the next one is when I felt like things really got kicked off. Yep. So this was uh, the middle show on Thursday. This is uh, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 9, which if you're not familiar is basically a kind of an MMA inspired show where they take down the ring ropes and the matches only end by uh, submission knockout ref stoppage. And it's a, it's a very unique show. So uh, we have mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Cobb defeating Calder McColl, uh, Eric Hammer defeated Calvin Tankman, Marina Shafir beat killer Kelly, Kota Ibushi defeated Mike Bailey, bad dude Tito defeated Yuyi Uramura, Harry Smith defeated J.R. Kratos, Johnny Bloodsport, also known as Johnny Nitro, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Impact, all 85 <laughs> other names he has. Uh, he beat Royce Isaacs. John Moxley beat Alex Coughlin. And in the main event, Timothy Thatcher defeated Josh Barnett. 
this one was very interesting for me. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the first blood sport I'd ever seen. I was very interested in in the the setup uh, with no ropes. I ended up really liking it, like mm-hmm. really liking it. Um, I think I had made fun of it previously, <laughs> um, just based on the movie. But anyway, I, that makes me so sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I ended up really liking it, and uh, the part of the reason that I like to read the results. From these shows is that I like to get familiar with the names, mm-hmm. you know, right? So even if I don't know a lot of the, lot of things about any of the, a lot of these wrestlers, mm-hmm. if I see their names, I hear their names enough, then I can sort of try to remember, you know, oh, that's the right. blood sport. So anyway, um, I I thought the Moxley match was really good, mm-hmm. and yep. a, a, it was really cool because a lot of these matches were short. Right, and so it's it, the the show just kind of had a good clip. It just sort of kept mm-hmm. moving, and um, I really thought the main event was the standout match for that show. Yeah, I, I like those two matches. I thought were really good. Barnett losing was kind of surprising to me. I mm-hmm. feel like he he doesn't lose all that often on his show. I think Moxley beat him when they had a match at Bloodsport, whatever number it was. And I think other than that, he's won every other match if I remember right. And I know he had a draw. I think with Minoru Suzuki at Bloodsport two, I think. But yeah, it's not especially losing the way he did. He tapped out clean the Thatcher, so that was pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. good showing for Kota Ibushi too in his first yes. match back in I think almost two years to that point he and speedball just beat the shit out of each other for seven minutes i thought that was super fun so yeah and like you mentioned it's a very quick show and as we're gonna get going here that was kind of the thing i really liked about a lot of these shows is they were all pretty short in length Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i feel like i think most of them were right around like that two and a half hour mark i think spring break was probably a little bit longer but even still like spring break last year i think that show was like four and a half hours long and it it wasn't that like it year right so i i think it actually worked in its benefit and like none of these shows had an overly long intermission which gcw tends to have on their normal shows mm. so i i just think a lot of these shows were a lot easier to watch in one sitting because they were all like two two and a half hours so i think it made it a lot easier to watch these shows instead of having would... to sit through a four-hour show you know <laughs> I would agree, and I'll say here that I thought the production was pretty well done. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it came across well on TV, I should say. Um, not a lot of sound issues, not a lot of video mm-hmm. issues. So, I mean, the presentation came across as pretty pretty smooth, and, right. and I actually was kind of worried about that, just given GCW. And, right. right. Um, just all the shows being stacked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I think like they've done the collective now for I don't know how many years. It's got to be close to ten, I would think. So I mean, you got to think they're kind of getting into an uh, an area now where they could kind of dial it in, and they kind of know how to run these shows. Because I mean, I remember those first couple of years, like they would advertise a show would start at like ten p.m. local time, and it wouldn't start till eleven because one show ran long or mm-hmm. something like that. So it mm-hmm. feels like they're definitely getting that the timing down of all these shows too, which is a good thing. So you're not having people sitting around, sitting on their hands, waiting for something to happen. So that's a good thing. It kills the vibe, the momentum and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, for, for sure. sure. Yep. The next show up, GCW for the culture. Yep. Uh, this was, I believe, the final show. Nope, I lied. This was not the final show. Mm-hmm. I think there's one more after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a seven-way scramble as Darius Carter defeated Ashton Starr, Devin Monroe, Faye Jackson, Jew Diz, Akita Murray, and Terry Yaki. Uh, in an Anything Goes match, Billy Dixon defeated Willie Mack. A Survivor Series 10-man tag, uh, Team West Coast defeated the world. Uh, Brian Keith defeated your boy, Too Cold Scorpio, Jenny. <laughs> Um, uh, three-way uh, BWM title match. Myron Reed defeated Kevin Knight and Man Like Darice. And the Pan-African World Diaspora Wrestling World title, Trish Adora defeated Calvin Tankman. Did you get a chance to watch anything from this? I did not. I did not. I missed this whole show. I, I don't I remember seeing much about it. Maybe that mm-hmm. Bay Jackson scramble. I saw a couple of gifts. So the only match I did see was the Scorpio match because I'm like you, I'm a big Scorpio 
guys think. And obviously, he's not going to do the same stuff he did in 1996. But he's still uh, no. pretty good. Like he still can fly around the ring a little bit, which is kind of crazy. Like he still does them. He can still do like the top rope dives and shit like that. It's kind of wild to see. So I thought that was pretty cool, just seeing him still being able to do his thing in 2023. But uh, the rest of the show, I uh, did not get a chance to watch. I do love that for him. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm I'm thinking back to when we previewed this. Wasn't there a fans bring the weapons match that was supposed to occur? Uh, I think that was uh, when they went up to Canada to do that okay. joint show. Okay. It so, was the it was the main event of that show, I think. It occurred to me that I didn't see what kind of weapons everybody brought. Right. <laughs> because, any, right. Any swords or anything. <laughs> no lightsabers or anything no, like that. No. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on. DDT goes Hollywood. Uh, so this was the final show of Thursday, the fourth of four. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's, we've watched a lot of fucking wrestling. Uh, <laughs> we've DDT goes Hollywood. Uh, the opening match was uh, the 37. I'm gonna butcher all these names. I'm just gonna a lot of lot of people throw that out there right now. I'm not Japanese. Uh, we have 37 Kamina. Uh, defeated Chris Brooks and Yoshihiko, who we, I'm sure we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. And, and then uh, immediately after that, uh, Chris Brooks defeated Mao to win the Iron Man heavyweight title. And then immediately after that, Yoshihiko defeated Chris Brooks uh, to win the title back that uh, the blow-up doll had. The blow-up doll was a champion, you see. Uh, <laughs> then we had uh, Team Pheromones uh, defeat the Tagaki. Uh, did not defeat. It was a no contest against the Tagaki arm, Army due to, uh, I believe that was the match that ended via uh, fellatio stoppage. Oh, uh, of course. You're right. <laughs> we have Kazushada Hukiguchi and uh, Takeshi Masada defeated Andrew Everett and Nick Wayne. Uh, Saki Akai defeated Vert Vixen. Tetsuya Endo defeated Joey Janela. Eddie Kingston and June Akiyama defeated Damnation TA. And in the main event, it was Kanusuke Takeshita defeating Yuki Ueno. What was your favorite match from that show? Uh, I gotta tell you, I liked a lot of this show. <laughs> like, I, I don't know a lot of these DDT guys, yeah, but I was super fucking impressed with most of them. Like, because, like, sometimes when, like, the New Japan guys come to the States and do one of these shows, it kind of feels like very house show like like they're kind of i don't want to say phoning it in but they're kind of like taking it easy it's a lot of like tags which whereas this i felt like everybody worked their fucking ass off even the blow-up doll had i mean it worked its ass off if that's a thing that you can uh, uh, uh mention about a blow-up doll but i don't know i had a ton of fun watching this show like i i enjoyed a lot of it i thought the opener was a ton of fun i thought janella in his match looked really good and i really enjoyed the main event and uh also eddie kingston was on this show and i'm a huge eddie kingston fan so that was cool to see i actually really like this one too i i didn't i think this is the one that was on after blood sport is that mm-hmm. right okay mm-hmm. so i didn't expect to even watch this and then i got sucked into it mm-hmm. yep. um vert vixen was in a little short match and i ended up sort of falling in love with her mm-hmm. uh it kind of went on the little twitter deep dive on vert vixen <laughs> Um, so excited to kind of follow her now. Yoshihiko is mm-hmm. so interesting to me. Yep. I, I really love this gimmick and I thought this match was super or series of matches was super impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, so much fun to watch and they mixed it up a lot. I, I really liked the Joey Janela match. Uh, I thought he had an excellent weekend. And the main event, or the Eddie Kingston match, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, love watching Eddie, too. So this was sort of like a surprisingly really great show. I think that's, I think you just hit the nail on the head on this show. Fun. Like, mm-hmm. this is a, fun. just was a ton of fun to watch. I mean, the, and the matches were really good, too. Mm-hmm. But, I, I like, nothing was really taken all that seriously. I mean, quite literally, the Pheromones versus Tagaki Army match ended because of Felicio. I'm not making that up. Look <laughs> it up, kids. That's why the match was a no contest. So, I mean, it's just, it's absurd. It's very funny. One of the blow-up doll is a champion. So, I mean... When are we starting the DDT podcast, Jenny? I mean, it'll be fairly soon. Um, <laughs> I feel like they need some love, too. Uh, maybe we'll have a DDT corner or something like that. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
on the next day, on March 31st, we had GCW, <laughs> Jimmy Lloyd's D-Generation F. Oh boy, what all happened on that one? Uh, so I believe, uh, much like the uh, California Love Show, this show was on a Friday at 2 p.m. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't also, see this one. I, don't uh, think. I did not either. So uh, I believe uh, the gimmick of this show was that it was all younger guys, if I remember correctly. Uh, so we have a seven-way scramble as Terry Yaki defeated Bobby Flacco, Brogan Finley, Lucas Riley, Man Like Darice, MBM, and Midas Creed. Uh, hmm. Cole Radrick defeated Titus Alexander. Jack Cartwheel defeated Hunter Drake. Sandra Moon defeated Kenzie Page. Uh, Jimmy Lloyd defeated Bodie Young Prodigy, who is 15 years old. 15. Uh huh. That's okay. that's that's something. <laughs> Starboy. I, I need to watch that. I, I would be interested in watching that. Uh, Farm Boy. I mean, Starboy Charlie defeated Alec Price. <laughs> Sawyer Wreck defeated Bobby Orlando. And the main event, we have a four-way tag match. Wasted Youth defeated Bang Brothers, Best Brothers, and CPF. There's too many brothers, I would say, in these um, mm-hmm. tag teams uh, across all wrestling. Yep. I mean, can't all be brothers, you guys. That's uh, true. The fam- the wrestling family tree is a great sequoia, apparently. <laughs> uh, like I said, I didn't watch this one, but... I like me some Cole, mm-hmm. Patrick, and yep. Jack Cartwheel is always fun to watch, too. I believe uh, our friend Tim Capel uh, watched this show, and he said he really enjoyed it. So, I mean, and I we both take his word as gospel, so we should we probably do. watch it. We should. <laughs> That's another one to go back mm-hmm. um, to check out. And the next one, if, if you didn't watch this... Uh, this was one of my favorites of the weekend. GCW versus DDT. Yep. Uh, we have uh, Gringo Loco, Jack Cartwheel, and Wasted Youth defeating Damnation TA, Shansiro Tagaki, and Takeshi Mas- uh, Masada. Dark Sheik defeated Saki Akai. The East West Express defeated the Moonlight Express. Uh, Kazushada Higuchi defeated Starboy Charlie. Yuki Ueno defeated Joey Janela. Burning defeated Homicide and Tony Deppin. The Second Gear crew defeated Chris Brooks, Mizuki Wataze, and Shanma Katsumata. Uh, Bussy versus Pheromones uh, ended in a no contest. Oh, we're going to talk about that one. <laughs> uh, and then in the main event, it was for the DDT Ironman heavyweight title. Cole Radrick defeated Yoshihiko, and then Yoshihiko defeated Cole Radrick immediately following that <laughs> match in three seconds to win the title back immediately. In in the best match uh, of this show, Bussy um, mm-hmm. led or orchestrated <laughs> a human centipede. Right. Was was the head of? <laughs> yes. Uh, and the tail of, mm-hmm. uh, and it stretched across the ring. Yep. And then the match was called for uh, too much ass eating. Right. Right. I mean, who knew that was one of the rules of wrestling? I, I, <laughs> I thought you could eat all the ass that you wanted in wrestling. But Le- you <laughs> learned something new every day. Who knew? I gotta say, I thought it was awesome. I mean, shockingly, I liked it. <laughs> uh, I, and. It, it comes in that same conversation with the sexy Eddie stuff, but it's mm-hmm. clearly, you know, performative. Like, you know, it's, right. it's, 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 it, it's different. It's meant to be what it is. It's not meant right. to be what you think it is. Right. I don't think. What did you think about it? And that's the thing about DDT from what I gather. Like, I don't pretend to know all that much about DDT, but from the little that I do know, it seems like they're a promotion that's kind of, they do the comedy thing. They do serious stuff, but they do the comedy thing a lot too. So, I mean, and I think that was the goal of having these DDT shows on here was to just show that wrestling could be different. Yes, we could do the violence. We do the, you know, the high flying shit and wrestling can also be funny, which uh, this certainly was uh, match ending on account of a human centipede is not a thing I thought I'd ever see, but here we are. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that um, Allie was really good in this and mm-hmm. her and Effie are perfect for this, this sort of match. And yep, totally. 
wrestling is gay, right? Wrestling is gay. Mm -hmm. So um, that, that's their catchphrase. And they, they totally put it out there in the ring. In more that, ways than one. <laughs> it was just, I just, I don't want to, I don't want to get all negative. So I'm, I'm just going to let it go. But, you know, <laughs> I understand it's not for everyone. Right. And, uh, yeah. you know, people look for different things in their wrestling. And mm -hmm. this is uh, something that a lot of people don't want to see. But right. I, 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 no, I don't mind it either. I don't care. It's, it's wrestling. That's the, it's supposed to be entertaining. It was entertaining. That's all I really care about, you know. I, I really like the second gear crew match. I thought that was a ton of fun. I am a second gear crew, Mark. I think they're great. Uh, that match was a very much a second gear crew match, which is all, which is, which I'm all in for weapons brawl. They used plastic totes at one point, And I thought that was super interesting. Like the noise, the plastic totes made when they hit <laughs> was shocking to me. Kind of like the first time you hear a door snap. It was kind of like yeah. that. It's like, Oh shit. That's not supposed to make that noise up. Yeah. And also that could have, gone real bad <laughs> the way that plastic shattered that could have ended real poorly so mm. that was a ton of fun and then of course uh cole radrick wrestling a blow-up doll i mean what more do you need to say about that and now, it being incredible at it <laughs> he was incredible he was mm -hmm. incredible at it and he and like i i think i said this somewhere else but i i've not seen a lot of blow-up doll matches but i thought that the way that he used the doll was incredible mm -hmm. he he's because he's wrestling himself, basically. So, right. you know, I just thought that the way that he did it, I think we talked about it when we did uh, Spring Break. I think you're right. I think that's when we talked about it. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I loved that match. Uh, I thought it was very creative. And yep. Cole made it, Cole would sell for the doll. You know, he yep. made it believable in his motions, the way he would kick out of things, the doll yep. would kick out and, I just thought it was very inventive and creative. Right. Uh, and that's the thing. Yeah, you, you have to be able to sell for the doll too, otherwise the whole thing course. doesn't work. Of course. And, and I thought have, he did really well at that. Right. And you have to have somebody who knows how to do that, which Cole obviously does after watching that. So yeah. And it made me wonder how is he so good at that? Like mm -hmm. when they train, do they have like a dummy at some points? It seemed like you would have to have so a stand-in? I don't right. know. I mean, unless he's wrestled a blow-up doll before, which <laughs> is always a possibility. And we just have, it just wasn't televised during WrestleMania weekend. Or but. he just does it privately, not on TV. Right. I mean, we possibly. don't know. It's possible, yeah. And no, nobody's kink-shaming anybody. Of course not. I would never do that. <laughs> um, but I would recommend that match for sure. Like, I just yep. ended up really, really liking it. Uh, that, same, that whole show really was. That really, I really yeah. liked that show. Yep. Um. The opener I thought was really good, and of course Joey Janela has another banger match. Like, yep, he never disappoints me. Speaking of him, um, the next show up is Joey Janela Spring Break, mm -hmm. which we did a live watch of. We did. Um, so I think we had a good amount of viewers for that. So thanks everybody who yep, tuned thanks. in. Uh, we had uh, Ryan Gray. And Mike Rossi join mm -hmm. us for that uh, from Clothes Lines and Headlines. Uh, you could find the replay of it probably here on YouTube mm -hmm. um, if you want to go back and, and rewatch. If you didn't get to watch Spring Break, throw us on while you watch it. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is basically uh, the main show for the entire weekend. Uh, Spring Break 7 opened up with a grab the brass ring, doors, ladders, and chairs matches. Blake Christian defeated Alec Price, Billy Starks, Cole Radrick, Gringo Loco, Jack Cartwheel, Commander, Shane Mercer, and Tony Depp. And Jesus, there's a lot of people in that fucking match. Uh, and I knew he was going to win that shit. <laughs> uh, for the GCW tag team titles, we have new GCW tag champs as final. The City come the champion. We have El Hio del Vikingo defeating Mike Bailey, Maki Deathkill of Maki Ito and Nick Gage defeating Bussy. Uh, in an unadvertised match, Masha Slamovich successfully defending her world title against Steph Delander. And in the main event, it was Kota Ibushi defeating Joey Janela. Okay. <laughs> we, we 
I mean, we said everything that we could say, really, but for that show when we did the live watch, but I thought that mm-hmm. the whole thing delivered. Um, I love Blake Christian winning the yep. brass ring match. I love seeing uh, East West Express finally win the tags. Mm-hmm. Uh, freaking uh, Vikingo was awesome in that. Um, mm-hmm. It went 17, almost 18 minutes yep. of greatness. And Maki Ito and Nick Gage are so super freaking cute together. And then when you add Ali and Effie to that, mm-hmm. I just ended up loving that. I thought they all had a ton of chemistry together. And, and uh, Cardona and Steph DeLander run-in was great. But I will say that the match that they had with Steph DeLander and um, Masha, I did not need that. No, I was I was actively annoyed. <laughs> yeah, at that it, match. It's not a thing you needed for sure. They could have saved it. It sort of ground the whole show to a halt, mm-hmm. you know. And I think they could have left it as a run-in and been way more effective. I didn't. We don't really. I mean, there's some storylines here, but if there was any kind of story, I would have liked to seen it between right. those two women before, you know, they just kind of throw down in this impromptu kind of match and right. I like Steph Delander. I like her in uh the tag team with with Matt Cardona and they are terrorizing the right. Indies currently. So I'm loving seeing that. Um I just didn't need that match from them and I wish I wasn't on there. But and then Joey fucking lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he lo- he loses at spring break. What do you think? So I'm with you on the Slamovich Steph Delander thing. I'm guessing they did it I'm assuming it's going to set up a, a Masha versus uh, Cardona match somewhere down the road. That's my guess. I hope but, so. But like you, you didn't really need the match. You could have just left it as a brawl. Like that would have made more sense to me. I, I guess, I guess they wanted to get one Masha on the show and two have a world title match on the show. So I, I kind of understand it, but I don't know. Like just have Masha choke her out in like 30 seconds. Like th- I think that would have been totally fine. It didn't need to go six and a half minutes, minutes, which is what it went. Uh, Blake Christian winning the opener makes sense to me. He was He's the biggest name in that match, and he's uh, well on the way to getting some sort of title shot, so that makes sense to me that he would win that. Uh, East-West Express finally winning the tag titles is great. Uh, I had a feeling when the uh, Motor City fuck guns or whatever Tim calls them, <laughs> when they won the titles, I kind of had a feeling it was going to be a transitional thing to uh, East-West Express, so that makes sense. Uh, Vikingo and Bailey was really good, as expected. Uh, Bailey wearing long pants, however. Oh uh, my we- god, I forgot he was wearing long pants. <laughs> it's a whole to do. I don't like it. <laughs> we hated it, it's and they very- were baggy. They were right. like a whole yeah. It's very like Tajiri, and I don't yes. think Speedball's a guy who can pull that off necessarily. So maybe it'll get better, but boy, that was a rough first impression. And uh, uh, file uh, Nikki Gage and Maki Ito as uh, teams that shouldn't work but do. <laughs> like it's a very strange pairing, but it works. Like they're great together, and it, for whatever reason, it works. And it, that match was super fun. So uh, yeah, it, it's fun show for sure. Didn't Rossi say something like, what do they even talk to each other about? Or, <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. I wonder what a conversation between them is like. And to be a fly on the wall. That popping, that's pretty funny. And uh, Janela bleeding buckets in the main event, oh, too. Oh, that was, was also nice. nasty. Yes. So. He got sent to the hospital, right? He got yeah. stitches. He got, oh my God, he was fucked up. <laughs> Concussion tests up the wazoo. Oh, big and, time. Yep. Wow. I mean, mm-hmm. that was that was that was an intense show, but I, yep. I thought it was great. Yep, for sure. And then to close it out, we had emo fight. Uh, so yes, to close out uh, the thirty first. Weirdly enough, spring break not the final show. It's it's mm-hmm. it's the premiere event, but there's still three shows after this. Good lord, uh, we had emo fight. As we had this, only four matches on this one because uh, there was uh, uh, music going on between this, which I'm told was which I'm told was varying degrees of awful. I did not get a chance <laughs> to watch this show yet. I plan to. I've not had a chance to. But we had a six-way scramble as Matt Vandegrift defeated B-Boy, Jimmy Lloyd, Sawyer Rex, Sonico, and Starboy Charlie. Uh, Janae Kai defeated Brooke Havoc and Sandra Moon. 
Jimmy Jacobs beats Kevin Blackwood in a th- and in a three-way tag team match. This was the main event. The Moonlight Express defeated Los Emocisos and uh, Wasted Youth. Okay, so I put this show on to watch, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't technically end up watching it. <laughs> uh, but I, I did. I did um, sort of pay attention to the musical acts. <laughs> It was a lot. Um, I enjoyed it just for the absolute absurdness Mm -hmm. of of, and just the genuine nature in which these these people would sing. It was right. We saw a lot of descriptions about it in our in our friend group here. uh, Like uh, lounge, like emo lounge singer, I think was one of them, and just uh, it sounded like a terrible I could get behind. So it is, it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, But as for the matches, I can't speak to any of the matches. Right. It it sounds like to me the matches are almost secondary to everything else going on. Pretty kind of like the next show uh, for FBS Gay Brunch. So we now go to April 1st. Only two shows on this night because it was on this day because this is uh, WrestleMania uh, day one, I mm-hmm. believe. So Effie's big gay brunch, which took place during brunch, weirdly enough. That's how that mm. works. Uh, we had AC Mack defeating Honest John, Jai Vidal, and Richie Coy. Akita Murray defeated Devin Monroe. Steph DeLander defeats Sandra Moon. Fred Rosser defeats Karam. Sawyer Rick beats Kid Bandit. Uh, Abigail Warren, Anton Voorhees, DeShade, and Money Power and Respect defeated Aaron Ro- Aaron Rourke, Ashton Starr, Becca, Dylan McQueen, and Rico Gonzalez. Max the Impaler defeated Vipress, and in the main event, it was Thrussy defeating Mason's Mercenaries. Did you get to watch any of those? I did uh, watch the main event just because I've enjoyed the uh, alley catch Charles Mason. I th- I thought it was good. I-, I thought the cage match they had was a lot better. And for mm-hmm. me, that kind of should have ended it. And we should have just gone our separate ways. But I-, I get why they did it at a show like this. I mean, it's a big main event to have on this show at 10 in the morning or whenever the show <laughs> aired on the Saturday. So I get why they did it again. But to me, it felt like one match too many. Like they should have just ended it at the cage match and then moved on. But it was still super entertaining for what it was. I this is another one that I had on and uh, the things that stuck out I watched the Steph Delander and Sandra Moon match because I am interested in Steph and mm-hmm. I thought she did pretty well it it took the sting off of uh, <laughs> that match a little bit <laughs> um, and then Sawyer Reich loved watching her and then that main event but I'm I like Thrussy, mm-hmm. but Dark Sheik is iffy for me. So I would rather have see like a Sawyer Wreck in there mm. with yeah. them. Um, but I did enjoy that match, and it went a while. Yeah, it was al- almost 20 minutes, I think. Yeah. yeah, 18.04 is what it says here. So, yeah, definitely long. And that uh, that 10-man tag went like 23 minutes, too. So it's... it was Yeah, it was a long show for yeah. real. It was one of the longer shows of the weekend, believe it or not. And but I liked and I I just like the vibe of big gay brunch in mm-hmm. general, um, and I like the variety and you know in yep. the card because I haven't heard of a lot of these people. Right, I feel like that's part of it too. Is it is they, they Effie brings in guys that you may not know, which mm-hmm. is cool. It's cool. It and gives cool. gives them a spot mania weekend, so it's really cool thing for him to do. And it shows you how gay wrestling is. Mm-hmm. Very <laughs> much so. Finally. <laughs> Final show of the weekend took place after WrestleMania night one. Good Lord. Uh, we have uh, Gringo Locos, the world on Lucha. Uh, a six-way scramble. Jack Cartwheel defeats Bobby Flacco, Jimmy Lloyd, Mago, Shane Mercer, and Willie Mack. Dulce Tormenta defeats Sexy Star. Aramis, Commander, and Ray Horace defeats Arez, Black Tarus, and Latigo. Los Macisos defeats La Family de Tijuana, which is Bestia 666, and Damien 666, who I believe we've seen before on ECW. <laughs> Good Lord. Hey, I, I want to say he's in his 50s, which is a hell of a thing. And speaking of old people, Negro Casas defeated Tony <laughs> Devlin. Negro, I had to look it up. Uh, Negro Casas is 63 years old. <laughs> 
Tony Depp had lost him. And Tony Depp had lost him in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> then we have uh, a Falls Count Anywhere match as Gringo Loco defeats Psycho Clown. And in the main event, Vikingo defeated Laredo Kid. I had this one on as well. And I, the only one I really recall is Gringo Loco and Psycho Clown. Because mm-hmm. that was what I was watching for, basically. Yeah. Um, oh, I did the main event as well. Mm-hmm. But I really like Psycho Clown. And when you pair him with Gringo Loco, mm-hmm. they went to town. Yeah, uh, that's one of my favorite matches of the weekend. I, mm-hmm. I really like that match. They had a match, I want to say a year, year and a half ago. And I think this one might have been better than that one. That match was a wild brawl too, like this one was. But I think this one kind of upped it a little bit. They used fucking scissors. And- they did. And the goddamn cinder blocks. Like, what are we doing? Like, so, uh, yeah, I enjoyed the hell out of this one. It, it, it's uh, it's a little slower paced. It's 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. But when they're beating the hell out of each other like that, I kind of get it. Like, mm-hmm. and it, it did take a little while to set up the finish. But again, they were using cinder blocks. So <laughs> they're trying to not die you know, by using these cinder blocks. So I get it. And I think... For me, the main event was a little bit disappointing. Like it only went like twelve minutes, and I get it because it was like probably midnight at this point on the West Coast, and people wanted to go home. So I get it. But um, it was it was still very fun. It felt more like an exhibition of both these guys than an actual match because apparently these two guys have had like great matches down in Mexico, and I don't think it quite got there for me. But it was still super fun, and I I enjoyed this show a lot. Again, it's a quick watch. I think this show was like right around two hours. So and. It was super fun. Every match I thought was at the very least good. Even Negro Casas beating Tony Deppin in 10 minutes was, I thought, uh, a very different match, but very fun nonetheless. I like Tony a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, Are you disappointed in the lack of light tubes across all these shows? Yeah, I think we talked about this a little bit on yeah. that on the spring break live stream too, and I think Rossi brought up a point that maybe it was the building, the mm-hmm. the Ukraine Cultural Center didn't necessarily want to do light tubes because usually they do a death match show on mm-hmm. on the collective. I think they've done one the last couple of years, and they didn't do one or, or any semblance of light tubes on this show. So I mean, I missed it in one way, but I feel like if you if you did a full deathmatch show, like I feel like there was so much wrestling that one of these shows would probably have to go, you know? So it's like, which one do you get rid of? And well, I, I mean, mean, right. You could have found one for sure. Yeah. I mean, I could think of one I would probably get rid of, but <laughs> right. I mean, it's tough. Cause I feel like, yeah, especially like Nick Gage, <laughs> like that Nick Gage match, I think, could have benefited from it. Mm-hmm. Like, it was still good, mm-hmm. but like Gage is a light tube guy. So mm-hmm. it's a bummer in one way, but at the same time, I kind of feel like, I don't know. I didn't really miss it that much. Like I didn't think about it, I guess is the best way I can put it. Like it, thinking about it now, it's like, oh shit, they really didn't use light tubes in any of these shows. But like at the time, I didn't really think about it or miss it, to be honest with you. So. I mean, I I won't lie, I did. Um, mm. I I missed the all of the death match really aspects. Mm. I mean, we did some um, really good sort of death match spots with the cinder blocks and stuff towards the end, but mm-hmm. there was a lack of violence, like yep, pretty mm. much all the way through these shows. That right, and I, maybe and it's, I'm not. It's not a criticism. It's just. Mm-hmm. I miss it. Like, I like it. That I want to see that stuff. And I feel like if you pick your spots and do it well, there's a spot for it Right. in in this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Just for deathmatch wrestling in general. So, Mm -hmm. it's not light tube specific, although it kind of is because I just fucking love it. (laughs) Right, right. I really wanted to hear the smash. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Okay, I think that gets us through. Yep. <laughs> um, reading the results, so that's a, a good hour of reading the results. <laughs> so here we go.
and care a lot about mm -hmm. these matches that we love. Mm -hmm. um, what is your pick for match of the month? Oh boy. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> certainly no shortage to choose from here. Definitely but, not. Uh, I, I've changed my pick about three times uh, mm -hmm. since the last show happened. I think I, think I am going to go with uh, Gringo Loco versus Psycho Clown. I, I, really? I, yeah. I, I really like that match a whole lot. I just thought it was, it was I, like I enjoyed the first match too, but I think this one kind of surpassed it. And I just think everything they did in it was so great. I'm a sucker for a good lucha style violent brawl. And I think that's what this was. And Psycho Clown has been super impressive. And it was, it was very different. Like Gringo Loco is usually a guy who flies around the ring. And mm -hmm. as we know, but this was a very different type of match for him. Like he was very like violent and like he was throwing punches. He was throwing kicks. He was using chairs and doors. It was, it was a very different Gringo Loco match. And I think it really worked, and I really enjoyed that. So, like I said, I mean, I could change my mind five minutes from now, but right now, for me, I think that's what I'm going to go with. But it's it's close. There was there was a lot of great wrestling on this. I must say, it was it was a lot. It was. Um, I going into it, I would have told you that it would be the uh, tag titles mm. uh, match. Mm -hmm. which I ended up liking, but for whatever reason, the finish. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was just the live watch situation that we had or what, but yeah. Um, or maybe it was just too predetermined that they were going to win. You know, I think that's part of it too. Maybe that took away from still love the match. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with, and it was hard, but I'm going to go with the main event from Worst Behavior, where Masha beat Mike Bailey. Mm. Yeah, that was a good one. Because I was already feeling some kind of way about her beating Nick Gage. And mm -hmm. it was exactly what I needed to see. It was right. exactly because Speedball's on fire. Love, love him. Mm -hmm. I thought they had a ton of chemistry. And then the violence of the finish. Yep. really just sold me on her as mm -hmm. champ. So I think I felt like she, she did. I needed to see her in that match right. and it needed to be somebody like Mike mm -hmm. that she won so dominantly over. <laughs> right. And he was very good. And he had yep. some sick bumps mm -hmm. in, in that match. And I, I just keep thinking when I think back to all the shows, one of the images is just her just holding him over <laughs> the hole in the ring. Yep. And it's incredible. So that's got to be my match of the month. Yeah. That was one of the ones I debated going with. It, it's it's close because I really like that match too. And it was, like I said earlier, it, it's the type of match Masha needed to show someone like you who's not, exactly. ne yeah. not necessarily sold on Masha as champ that, oh, she's fucking great. <laughs> oh, she's badass, which yeah. I knew, right. but I was just needed. I'm just such a Gage fan. I, I needed a little push. So it was right. perfect for me. Yep. <sighs> Honorable mention, I'm going Ratty Daddy and the blow up doll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, just a standout different match that yep. I ended up really loving for I thought it would be for silly reasons that I would end up loving that match. You know, mm. oh, it's a blow-up doll. But then right. it ended up being just really creative and mm. I don't know. I just I'm super impressed with him during that one. The tag titles, like I said, would be another um Yep. I was thinking there was sort of a low key. So Blake Christian, even though he win, you know, he, he wasn't, he didn't wrestle that much. He doesn't, right. he didn't wrestle as much as the other people. He was kind of an afterthought the entire week, weekend. Yeah. Really. It's kind of weird. So he, he had that big uh, win in the opener of that one show. Mm -hmm. And but then I feel like that kind of works with him. Like, mm -hmm. just putting him in these little spots and then right. having him win and then eat up the crowd later afterwards. And mm -hmm. I, I, don't, 
I just want to see more of him. So he, he's the anti Mike Bailey. He's the anti Mike. Yeah, Bailey. he's like the opposite of Mike Bailey. Instead of wrestling ten matches in twelve hours, he's going to wrestle one all weekend. One, yeah. <laughs> Shit, he might be the smart one. Hell, <laughs> yeah, know. really. Uh, they were probably exhausted. I can't imagine. Oh yeah, good God. And hurting. Mm-hmm. All righty. So that just leaves us with. I'm an outlaw. Quick on the draw. Something you never seen before. Never seen. And I get enough of it. They call me in my face. I got something wrong. I got something wrong. And I got it from home. I got it from It's so real how I feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like our musical interludes. One day I'll change if, the songs. But I, I don't think you have to. They're very I'll good. Just leave them in there. It's just to break it up from us talking mm-hmm. all, all nonsense. <laughs> um, looking ahead to some more greatness mm-hmm. in the next couple of weeks. I can't fill my face. Mm-hmm. Is the next one coming up? Who's on that show? Uh, so that is on April the fifteenth, which is, I believe, Saturday. Uh, we have Arez, Gringo Loco, and Commander versus the East West Express and Myron Reed. Uh, Shigehiro Irie will face Brian Keith. Dan the Dad will face Blake Christian. Uh, Thrussy will face the Second Gear Crew. And in the main event, Masha Slamovich will defend the world title against Cole Radrick. So that's right. that, that main event should be fun. I think that main event's going to be a ton of fun. Well, one of the questions I was going to ask you, and I failed to, was who would you want to see uh, against East-West uh, in their first title defense? Gringo Loco and Commander, not a bad choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Wow, and that's in a well. I guess they're not title defense. That's a trio. Yeah, it's a it's a okay. six man. Yeah. Okay, six man. So, uh, that sucks. But I kind of wish it wasn't. <laughs> well, there is a title match on the next day. They yeah, will be defending sure. their titles. So. Um. Also, Dan the Dad. I've seen him on Twitter, but I've not seen him wrestle. Mm-hmm. So, I've heard. About- I've heard the name. I know nothing about him. Yeah. Curious about that, especially against Blake Christian and the right. main event. Give me all that shit. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like Masha should be wrestling the blow up doll though, since the since the <laughs> blow up doll since the blow up doll got the win against Cole at mm-hmm, the end. That's true. That would make sense, but you do what you will. So on the next day, on Sunday, a loaded weekend coming up this weekend, as we have red means green and. Boy, this is a show. Uh, we have Shigehiro Irie versus Tony Deppin, Myron Reed versus Blake Christian. Uh, now, uh, this is a very interesting match. Bussy versus Doug Gilbert and Tommy Rich. <laughs> Good God. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> uh, FBI's Tommy Rich. Yes. <laughs> and Doug Who Gilbert. is still alive somehow. Uh, he looked forty. He looked fifty-eight in uh, ECW in nineteen ninety-seven. So uh, we have Brian Keith taking on Calvin Tankman, Billy Starks, Billy Rock, and Cole Radrick against the Second Gear Crew. So big weekend for Second mm-hmm. Gear Crew. And the East West Express will defend the tag titles against the Rejects, which is Reed Bentley and John Wayne Murdoch. Uh, those poor bastards are going to die <laughs> against the Rejects. Good lord. Well, maybe not as good as Green Loco Commander, right. but I'll take it, I think. I mean, I feel like there's a strong chance at least one of the East-West Express gets smashed with a light tube from Murdoch. God, I hope so. I need some light tubes. They need to have a light tube heavy show. Well, I mean, some of this. I, know. I feel like I feel like that main event you could like I don't know if necessarily Nick Wayne's going to eat one because he's just a Probably boy. Not. His <laughs> he's, he's baby child. A, he's just a boy. But <laughs> I think Jordan Oliver's in his mid-20s, so he's fine. Yeah, you can kill him with a light. Yeah, it's totally fine. That'll be great. 
the next show I get to go to. Mm, I, I meant to, I was going to ask you if this was the one you were going to, mm-hmm. and now I know. Uh, so we have the work horsemen of Anthony Henry and JD Drake against the East West express. If they survive the match with the rejects, <laughs> uh, we have Alex Zane versus speedball, Mike Bailey, Allison danger versus Billy Starks, uh, commander versus Vikingo. Good Lord. Joey Janela versus Brian Keith and Thrussy versus Gringo Loco, Jack Cartwheel, and Arez. That is a hell of a show you are going to go see live. I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I look, I debated for like weeks. I'm like, Mm -hmm. God. So I had to drive five hours, blah, blah. I don't mm-hmm. care. Um, I have to. Like, I have to. So. Yeah, I mean, if it's that close, I mean, you might as well. If they're in the South, I just have to go. Yep. But that's I think cool. that's going to be awesome. I can't wait for that. Yeah, that's going to be a... That looks like a really good show. As does uh, the show the next day, which I think is their debut in Orlando, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the last show of the month we have here. Uh, after, you know, since they've had 38 of them. Uh, <laughs> we have Joey Janela versus Commander for the Extreme title. Ooh. Blake Christian versus Alex Zane. Rich Swan versus Jack Cartwheel. And in the main event, Masha Slamovich will defend the world title against Sawyer Wreck. Good Lord. The ladies killing it in GCW. Um, I, I can say with, I, I say uh, some certainty, I have a feeling you're going to see light tubes in that main event. I hope so. It feels like, uh, assuming Orlando allows it, which they have, <sighs> they have Disney. They'll allow anything. I'm tired of all these rules. I'm tired of all these laws. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I mean, I can't with it anymore. But if any match on here is going to have it, I think it's either the tag title match on the 16th or Masha and Sawyer. Because Masha's a death match worker, too. She can work death matches, and mm-hmm. Sawyer's, Sawyer's fucking insane with yeah, that stuff. crazy. So I, I feel like those are your two best bets to get light tubes in the next couple of weeks, if I had to guess. Yeah, Atlanta's in center stage, so I don't think they'll be mm. wrecking that place. Yeah, that that feels that feels like too nice of a place. For yeah, a it is kind of nice. <sighs> but it'll be good. So. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, even the non uh, light tube laden GCW <laughs> shows are a ton of fun. So, all right, uh, is there anything else that we want to talk about um, before we close up here? Uh, just a couple of things. I think uh, I know they got a couple of shows coming up in May, which we'll talk about. They have some ma- some matches announced for those. We'll talk about those on the next episode. And I think uh, Tournament of Survival is coming back in June, which is a deathmatch tournament. So that'll be in Atlantic oh, City. Yes. So they're doing that and they're doing uh, Cage of Survival again the next night. Or the next day, I think. Which I don't know if you remember. That uh, was uh, Alex Cologne and John Wayne Murdoch had that cage match last year. Was a death cage basically. So they're doing that year. Uh, I think it's first weekend in June in Atlantic City. So a uh, couple of just a few uh, notes there. So uh, look forward to that. You'll get plenty of light tubes that weekend. So for sure. Well, damn it! Now you may have to wait to till June. But... Atlantic City. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing can get me to Jersey except for GCW and light tubes. I mean, there's really no other reason to go. <laughs> The gambling better in Vegas. Uh, I did want to say a big thanks to everybody who has listened to the show and um, have given us shout outs. Mm-hmm. Um, I would recommend again the GCW Plant podcast. Um, those guys are really great. Mm-hmm. They do deep dives into all the shows um, with a lot of really great content. And like I said, they, they break it down. Um, quite a bit and I enjoy listening to them and they have been really nice about our show too. So just want to encourage you for more GCW stuff, uh, listen to GCW plant and follow them on Twitter and cause they're nice. I mean, they're super nice and supportive mm-hmm. and positive and they just, they only say good things and that's what I like to hear. They're the antithesis of me really. They're, they're anti Matt. It's not anti-Matt. But I mean, they might be anti-Matt, too. I don't know. No, no. They enjoy you, <laughs> from what I understand. Um, but what do you got to promote? 
Oh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, right here on this feed, you can find uh, the both of us on the Extreme Three-Way Dance, where we're currently in 1998 ECW, so check that out. Uh, we got Seven Months of Danger here on this feed, where we're covering the Dangerous Alliance era of uh, WCW. That's a ton of fun to do. Uh, let's see, over on the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed, we have Highway to the Impact Zone, where we live watch TNA. Oh boy, that's a thing. Uh, we uh, we uh, we also have YouTube Roulette where we watch uh, random matches from YouTube. Uh, that is also a thing. So uh, check all that out, and you can find me on Twitter at msusan1991. Well done, um, good job. I listened to that Highway episode. That was the mm -hmm. latest one. It was nonsense. the one that the one that was recorded uh, Mania weekend when we were yes. all uh, semi inebriated. Yeah, that was a thing. Um. <laughs> uh, but check Maddie out on all his shows. And then I'm right here on Wednesdays on the North-South Connection with the show with a new one called Talking Docs um, that just premiered. We got good feedback from that, too. So we reviewed a documentary called Heaven's Gate, the Cult of Cults. So we're doing a whole cult series to start off that documentary podcast and um then i've got of course you heard about pluto which just is a live watch of pluto tv with a guest it's always fun and um i've been doing a lot of drafting podcasts on mm -hmm. no holds barred with uh jt and aaron and their guests so if you like drafts you can watch those on right here on youtube so make sure you follow uh, north south connection and um Give us a like and comments, and we would appreciate that. Mm -hmm. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Janie Position, and uh, everything that I do will be linked on there whenever it drops. So appreciate that. Thanks, Maddie. Um, we I can't believe it. We got through um, mm -hmm. all of the shows. We were exhausted, and it's because and we're professionals, we killed our livers. Um, I mean, just, just to watch some cheesy. What's, what's more damage at this point? <laughs> That's true. But thanks for listening. And it is still MDK. Mm -hmm. All fucking day. <laughs>